Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good whatever time of the day it is that you are listening to this podcast. The Blue Collar Philosophers. I'm Devin. And I am Biker Mike. What is going on? We are here to do a very simple thing today. Thank Kirk the Riffer Wells for that gorgeous intro. It's so good. I know. I love listening to it before we start talking, just vibing out. You see, before before we had to do it where we would listen to it and then it's like, oh, okay, cool. And then we'd stop listening or whatever. And we, we'd have to put it in post-production. And so we wouldn't we wouldn't get to hear it. And it's like, man, what a great intro. But you're like half faking it. Where now mm-hmm. we don't have to do that. We literally get to listen to it as we're going into it. And it sounds so good every time. Yeah. So that's Kirk Driffer Wills from Solid State Audio. He wrote the piece, played the music, produced it, and mixed it. He's the man. He is the man, and we are going to be having him on eventually. Uh, but because of the time change, it's a little difficult. Give us, give us time. Yeah, like who puts who puts a province four and a half hours and a half, away, four and a half hours away <laughs> from the West Coast? <laughs> the heck is that about? Yeah, yeah. What the, oh. So. Uh, we have a big country, though. I really do appreciate that about Canada. It's just like that, yeah. knowing that we're still in the same country, but there's a four-hour difference between us. Yeah, the the eastern <laughs> the the eastern tip there is uh, a whole hour and a half, you know, further east time-wise than say New York is. Yeah, and it's it's such a strange thing. So, um, yeah. That is what's going on. All right. So today we're doing a very simple thing. We're going to answer a very simple question. Is this a Christian podcast? Yeah. You know, it's, it never really occurred to me to ask that question, even of myself. Mm-hmm. But uh, after the last couple episodes that we've recorded and some feedback that we've got from people, and uh, we've been like, yeah, maybe this is something that we should address. Yeah, because a lot of people out there, they're like, oh, I'm a Christian this or a Christian carpenter or a Christian whatever like they they choose something that they're going to i'm a christian yoga instructor a christian bend over yoga. for no never mind bend over for jesus <laughs> were you gonna say bend over I for was jesus gonna say that, but then i thought better of it but <laughs> <laughs> bend over for jesus no. put that on your put that on your card i restrained myself i did <sighs> yeah and then i just wouldn't let it be uh all right so i think it's a really simple question uh, like a a complicated question because what does it mean to be a Christian podcast other than restraining yourself from saying anything negative ever? <laughs> like, I I don't think we would be considered by a lot of people, including myself. I don't consider us a Christian podcast. We are Christians. I, I am a, a devout Christian, uh, even though I don't practice my faith the same way that some of y'all might do it. Uh, and people in the Bible Belt or people down south or where, I don't know, just there's a lot of people out there who would say, no, you're not, this is, you're not a Christian based on this podcast. And I, uh, I would at, at tend the, to disagree. At but, the very least, they would say, you're not really doing much for the witness of, of Christ. Yeah. You know, or you're, you're, you're hurting your Christian witness. Yes. Because you're not, you're not representing it well. Yeah. And... Yeah, I just realized, like, really my goal in this whole thing, and I think your goal too, but our goal, is, is n- it's not for this to be a ministry. No. it's And when I think Christian podcast or Christian thing, 
at all. Generally, I think of it as something that is oriented towards being serving the church or being for evangelism. Yeah, or or being for Christians. Because yeah. there's a difference between being evangelistic in the way that you do things and, and being for Christians. Because evangelistic would mean you're not doing it for Christians. You're doing it for people that are not Christians. Well, we're not doing it specifically for those people either. I'm not going out there and be like, this is for the fucking atheists out there. I'm like, no, no, it's, I'm not. I, I am I'm bringing up discussions and having uh, we're talking about things that that we genuinely have questions about and but at the same time we are Christians and we we would love for Christians to listen I want atheists to listen I want both sides so we're not going to cater this to Christians and make it all about niceties and just coming across like a disingenuous and that's another thing I'm going to do like that I want to do is I want to be as genuine and raw and real with our discussions. Like, you look at the one we did on Pascal's Wager. We didn't mm-hmm. come to the conclusion we intended on coming on to, because if, if we were really against Christianity, we would give it no grounds at all. And we're like, no, there, there's something there. Mm-hmm. But we're also not going to be this nice little Christian podcast that, I don't know, just seems so fake and flaky, because you can tell that it's like, man, you're not even... You, can't even be real with me because you won't even talk to me like a person. And, uh, yeah, I think that we, we, we've got something here with this. I hope so. I mean, it's fun. And I think that anybody that's listening to it, like from the feedback I've got, everybody's enjoying it. And I, it's kind of exhilarating. Yeah. Invigorating even sometimes Where Mm -hmm. people are like Oh man it's so glad that I can listen to somebody Like you guys (laughs) And and just enjoy it And laugh at us And yes laughing at us sometimes I'm okay with people laughing at me Because I laugh at me Oh yeah (laughs) we're we're hilarious looking (laughs) (laughs) We we stutter We we F up Yeah and it's just one of those things of Yeah I don't want to I don't want to be fake and I don't want to pretend. But at the same time, like we dig into theological issues. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you know, like there's a lot of podcasts that we do that are very pro Christianity, very pro church or very pro God himself. Yeah. Um, You know, or or stuff where we talk about issues in the church. So, I mean, like it's, it's not, in the same way too, it's not not <laughs> a Christian podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's and that's another part of it. Well, in the way of your your life it preaches, right? I've always said this: where your life is going to preach something, what it preaches is on you. Like, don't 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 assume that oh, I'm, because I'm not a preacher, my my I don't preach. It's like no, your 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 life puts out a message, and our message is. You can be genuine, you can be raw, you can be real. And now if that message of our authenticity, our uh, curiosity brings people to look at Christianity in a new light or brings them from a place of uh, atheistic or to agnostic or agnostic to something more than that, man, I I think we've done something good. Have you thought about what happens if that goes the other way? Yes. <laughs> like what? What happens if we if we bought a Christian? Well, look at look at what we do with, we, with Pascal's wager, right? Yeah. We just could. We may have taken somebody's uh, convicted faith and be you like, know, "Well, this is why I believe." It's like, "Well, no, fuck you. I don't think you should believe for that reason." I'm not saying don't believe. I'm saying don't use that as your 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 pivoting point. Where 
some people might might not recognize that. But I, I think it's a very real possibility to consider that some of the discussions that we have had, but likely more that were that are yet to come, yeah, could actually put people in a position of doubt or oh, of yeah. uh, you know maybe entertaining agnosticism or things like that rather than yeah. than than Christianity. Like, so I mean that's that's actually something that I've wrestled with oh, with yeah. this with this whole thing with is the idea that. Maybe something that is said or something that is discussed is actually going to push or pull somebody the opposite way. And yeah. am I am I okay with that? I I think because of the where the way faith is supposed to be, it's supposed to be a struggle. It it is supposed to be a wrestling. A a, a the the Bible talks about um, how your your. Um, your salvation hinges on and fear and trembling, or, or through working it out right, through actually going through the the uh, the time of thinking about what you believe. Because a lot of people they say they believe something, but they haven't they haven't articulated what they believe. And what we're doing is we're forcing them to articulate. They're forcing them to think about: Do you actually believe this for the reasons that you say you do? Yes, that might push people one direction, but it's not going to push them into laziness. It, it, it may make you think, and you know, I hope that you live by your convictions and you'll be like, no, I, I, I do believe this, but why do I believe it? And I'm hoping that, yeah, we push people into a point of that they, they always come back, right? I, I hope it's a, I hope we can drive people deeper into their faith, not further away. I really do. And I am terrified that people will listen to us and be like, well, how am I supposed to believe? Look, we're asking these questions as Christians. We're still there. So if you... I don't. I don't want to say follow me, but hey, if if we can ask these questions and remain in the faith, why can't you? Maybe I should ask another question. What is being a Christian? Oh man, <laughs> pretty deep one for a <laughs> for for, for a, a mini episode. Yeah, but if you were to just uh, spitball it, it, it would be for for what? Well, what does it mean actively, or what does it mean generally? Because there's a general acceptance of. This is what I believe. Well, I you, believe Christianity be well, is. Let me just say, like, I mean, you you just said that um, we're both Christians coming at it from from that place in life. Mm-hmm. So, what do you mean by we're Christians? Well, for me, I have made a commitment to follow Jesus. I have said I will follow Jesus, not because of anything that I can do, but but what He has done for me on the cross. I do believe in the death and the resurrection. I believe, and I believe strongly that it is the right way to live. Even if I'm wrong, because I try to live with <clears throat> without the idea of heaven, and I know a lot of people don't like that, but I do, and uh, it, it's it's like icing on the cake, in my opinion. I see that the value and goodness that comes out of living a life of faith committed to Jesus Christ surpasses my own pleasure, my own my own desires in a lot of areas, like what it means to be a Christian and what it means to live for Him exceeds any gains that I might have on earth without him. So that's why that's why I live the life that I live for him in a way in the way that I do. Now for you, what does it mean to be a Christian? I often ask myself that. <laughs> you put me with, on the spot and I with, turn it around and you're like, fuck you did. Yeah, you did. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you know I I, I answer that in different ways, different days. Um, I'm not entirely all the, I'm not always actually all the way sure. <laughs> like, 
what being a Christian is, you know, if, uh, if I am one, what can't, what kind am I, mm-hmm. or, uh, what does it even mean to be one? Like, those are still actually things that I wrestle with often. Yeah. So, you know, uh, doing this, I'm doing it from the position of somebody who is, yeah, choosing to be a part of the stream of faith, the tradition that includes beliefs, history, community that revolves around uh, the God that shows up in the Bible and Jesus. You're making me nervous. No, I just wanted to get... Mike wasn't feeling the vibe in here. He had to change the lighting. He yeah, set, it was all... He had to set the mood. It was just that upper light that was just coming down on you, and when you got a drink in you and you feel like you're squinting. <laughs> you got a hat on, so I yeah. don't... So I just felt like changing it up a little, so I just put on a couple lamps and turned off the main light. Um, yeah, so I mean, I would say that I'm a Christian because I am baptized into the community of of believers. Mm-hmm and choose to remain there and participate in it ritually when I can. Through the struggle sometimes too. Through the, mm-hmm. the, do yeah, I even, believe? even when I don't, even when I don't believe in God, I still keep in that place. Yeah. And that's not a very Calvinist way to live. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I have a hard time with the Calvinist argument of uh, predestination because I'm like, man, I got, I have to earnestly believe that if even an agnostic person looks at the values that go along with Christianity and say, okay, I don't know if there's a God, but I see the value in this and I'm going to choose to live for it. Well, they would be like, well, you're not saved. You just, you just did this logically or, or based on your... I don't know, wager of, of what's the best possible way and risk analysis or whatever you want to call it. But I, I earnestly believe that if you're going to live a conviction, even if you don't know for sure, you're like, no, this this is the right thing and live according even, to I that. don't know if it's the right thing. You don't? I don't. In fact, sometimes I think, man, this seems like there's better options. <laughs> but it's You would not, love you some 72 virgins? But it's not my option. It's not my <laughs> history. It's not my... It's not my path. Yeah. So it's not like, I'm not doing this because I'm like choosing the best of various options. This is, this is my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, a, it's, it's a. Cause if you're going for e- easy option, you there are easier options out there. Yeah, there's easier ones. There's ones that sometimes make more sense. There's some that make less sense. There's mm-hmm. some that seem more fun. Um, there's some that you're like, yeah, I don't know if that's right or not, or if this is more right than that. Um, most ever... of the most of the time, I I find myself sitting back into, you know how you kind of find your like your sweet spot, your comfort zone. Yeah. Where you're, you're not thinking about stuff, but you're just behaving as if, yeah. as if it's it's you know an assumption. And most of the time, that's where I sit. You know, like, like I pray, I, you know, like I I do all the Christian things. Well, I mean, I guess at this point, except for go to church, but that's <laughs> straight to hell. <clears throat> straight, you go straight to hell. No go to church, straight to hell. But that too is less about my wanting to or not, but more about more more about I guess being patient and waiting for the path that I'm on to become more real. Yeah, and, and you know that being it's like I'm. Like I went through catechism class with Orthodox Church, and there is a church that is close-ish to us, like being like 
two, two and a half hours away. Really? Yeah. Is that uh, Chet? No. Uh, Sexsmith. Oh, really? But it's like very, very, very new. And I haven't had a chance to really get to know them yet. Yeah. Like the the Orthodox Church that I'm really plugged in with is in Abbotsford. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's right. oh, sorry, Chilliwack. It's in Chilliwack. Yeah. And there's also a monastery down there that I visit whenever I have the chance to go down there. How's your, your friend at the monastery doing? Have you called him recently? I haven't talked with him recently. Yeah. Uh, I've been following him on Facebook and kicking back some messages and stuff like that that way. Okay. I mean, he's he's quite old now. So yeah. he's he's in the last stages of his life. I should reach out to him and talk yeah. again. Because I, I, I've seen the relationship that you built with him and it was just so phenomenal. I, I, I just enjoy seeing that kind of relationship because... Something about people like that, right? The the uh, the old guard that you just see the value, and it's like, man, I wish I would have met you sooner. I, I wish I could have been maybe grown or found my way to you, yeah, sooner. And I I used to have a guy like that, and he passed away a while ago. And uh, in in some areas, I wasn't always uh, overly interested in what he had to say, but I, I know that if given the right opportunity, he could have been that guy in my life as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 uh, something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so so regardless of that, like it's despite my ongoing struggles with various degrees of faith, mm-hmm. I have found like a sweet spot where where I sit, where I don't question things so much. Like, you know, when we're on when we're on mic, when we're on and then talking about stuff and philosophizing stuff like that, it's easy to slip back into like a really analytical and kind of deconstructive modes for the sake of mining up the content that we can talk about. But yeah. that's not really my, my everyday life, you know, my everyday life. So most of the time, yeah, I kind of sit in this normalish Christian Christian zone mm-hmm. of, of behavior and life and thought and, you know, and conscious awareness of God or Holy Spirit and Jesus. But when I get into modes like this, then like I start to see again, like, oh yeah, that's right. Like it's not the way it was before. Yeah. You know, it's like So I, I suffer from this thing when it comes to the asymmetric insight of faith where I look at some people's faith and it just looks like they're coasting through it. Not not with you, because I've seen you and it just looks like you're crawling half the time. I was like to... it's like running through water at times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, where there's other people where you just, it just looks like they're floating along in their faith. They're showing up on Sunday. They make it look not, but, but you just know there's nothing there. Like there's no depth. You actually challenge them on what they believe. But again, asymmetric, that's what I see. How much of their life is actually a devoted, like, no, I take the time. I understand. And I struggle. I, th- I and think I question. that's most, honestly, I think that's like a lot of people in, in church and faith. Are, are then why of, don't why don't we let it that. show more? Why don't we let it? Because a lot of people, it's all about putting on the right front where it seems as it, it's got to look like I've got it all together instead of going to somebody and be like, no, man, life's shitty right now. Or it's like, man, I'm really questioning this scripture or I just, I don't know. And there's other people who just, they, they just seem like the happiest, nicest people in the world. And you're like, man, if you could just struggle a little, that'd be great. <laughs> Just maybe validate me. And and that's the thing. That's all I would be doing is validating my own doubt and my own questions. And I'm like, no, I don't want that for other people either. I want, I, I envy those people. Yeah. They're, they're, I, sometimes there is a certain amount of envy I have 
for somebody that's kind of like, nope, this is where I'm at. I'm comfortable. I don't really need to think about it or spend much mental energy on the things that you're spending mental energy on. Oh, so much energy. And uh, I'm just going to move along. I'm going to, you know. And they they seem to, it seems to work for them. Like, yeah. seem good, upstanding, moral people, have a relationship with God. Like, you know, like, I mean, obviously, everybody's got their skeletons in the closet or everybody has their times when... It's not so easy. It's not so yeah. breezy. But at the same time, like, it's okay for most people to be in that zone. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of the Enneagram? Nope. Okay. So that is, it's a kind of, like, it's, it's a personality test sort of thing. Kind of like, you know, type A, type B yeah. sort of things like that, right? Which they've got their place. They're not scientific. But, I mean, they've, they've kind of got their place of at least having generalizations for stuff. Yeah. So the Enneagram has nine basic personality types. Okay. Like with various, with various blends of the, of the numbers. But most people sit at a six, like just the vast majority of people, if they're really, really honest about themselves and not trying to make themselves seem more important than, than they really are, sit at a six in it, which is kind of just normal people. Yeah. You know, uh, and then there's. Some people that sit in like, you know, people pleasers or peacemakers or like really creative types and stuff like that. But yeah. they're like they're not outliers, but they are smaller percentages of people. And I think in the church that, that tracks too, like most people in their faith are just normal. Yeah. And that's okay. And it frustrates me because I'm like, I'm one of the, uh, the. <laughs> the outliers I'm, of, you're <laughs> just uh, of. He questions everything and he won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> you see, I don't like most of those tests because I know how I want to answer them and I don't know if I answered it genuinely because it is a pass-fail in my head. I know it's not a pass-fail in real life, but to me it's a pass-fail. And, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, man. That's that's what I don't like. I know what I want to say, but where is my genuine answer? So I'm overthinking. So yeah. the time limit that you have, if you have a time limit on some of them, or the one you put on yourself, I'm like, I know what I want to say, yeah. But do I actually genuinely believe it? I haven't analyzed myself enough to know some of the answers. I know that's that's one of the things that I really don't like about like the the normal what they call it the Nelson Briggs or yeah something like that. Yeah, like the one that's like Type A, Type B, type which is C. outdated. It's it's not legit because like everybody wants to be the Type A. No, fuck that. Like like I mean, but no, at the same time, me saying fuck that is is an a, that's an A. I'm a fucking A. <laughs> no, no, nobody actually wants to be a Type A personality, but everybody wants to be known as. The type A because it's A. It's first. It's the best one. It's like so. And you don't want to be a beta. You just like, I'm not yeah, a beta like, bitch. So, yeah, it turns so into a, like a, you know, in, in, there's like plenty of them. I think what there's like, they're like but the thing 15. Is there's like a dozen of those, of, of yes. the various like letter groups. Yeah. And like a lot of them are like mixed with others. But everybody wants to be type A. Like one thing that we heard in the club all the time is like, this is a whole club full of type A, you know, full of type A dudes. And we got to find the most type A ones of all the type the A's, A's to be. The capital A's. <laughs> the capital A's <laughs> to, to run the show. A holes, if you may. <laughs> and, and then you realize like, no, not nearly as many people. Like there's a lot of bees. There, the, there's a lot of everything. Like there is a slice of all personality types. Oh yeah. It's just like they're. Like propping up the alpha or the the super aggressive or whatever as the ideal and projecting that on every single guy, whether they are that or not. Yeah. 
or projecting it on themselves whether they are whether they are that or not. Yeah. And it just it that doesn't fake it, yeah. almost a fake it till you make it. Like I'm going to be the fucking A of all A's. And when you do that, you turn into a dick. Or an a-hole. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, Fair. <laughs> you know. Uh, and it's just one of those things of... But that's the thing. It's not... It, it wasn't the, the... It was such a small part of it. Like, yeah, I for, know. For, for what the club did for my life, it was it was a lot of fun in a lot yeah. of ways. I'm, I'm just using that as a as an example of how people misuse personality types. Yeah. Because they want to ram it all into one. Yeah. Because that's the the platonic ideal. Yeah, well, and but that's the thing. Like for me, I look at Jordan Peterson's uh, his personality test with the uh, future plan, future planning program that he put on there. Mm-hmm. I would love to take that one because he made it just expensive enough to make it worth it. So if you do pay for it, you are actually going to finish it because when you put a little skin in the game, it makes it worth it. Just like the club was, it wasn't a lot of money yeah. to be part. Well, it's like anything, like anything that you want to be in- involved in. Like it takes some investment of yourself for to trick your mind into wanting to do it. Yeah, I paid for this. Yeah. <laughs> Why would? Is if you're given something for free, you're like, meh, I'll take it or leave it. I didn't yeah. invest anything in it. If it's not working for me in a couple of days, then I'll just move along. But when you're like, when you're invested, you're like, no, I put in good money. I put in good time. I put in, I put in like a degree of myself invested yeah. into this. No, I'm not going to walk away because I'm not enjoying it after a week. Like yeah. I'm going to see it through to make sure that it either takes or I know damn well that it's not working and that I can walk away. Which which also puts you into the sunken cost fallacy of now yeah, that I've gone too far yeah, into I've spent so much true. money I'm never going to fucking leave. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. That can that can come back around and bite you on the ass yeah. if, if you invest too much because then you have, like you said, a sunken cost fallacy, which is a really hard one for men to, to not fall into. Oh yeah. Hey, we, I lived in it for a year. <laughs> yeah. Where you're just, where you're just like, you know what? It's, it's time for me to move on, but I can't cause I've invested so much and I don't want to lose it all. <laughs> and I'd, yeah, I'd be admitting that all of that money was for nothing. No, it wasn't for nothing. Mm. Cause you can't see things like that. You get, you got to look at it as a whole and there's a time and a place and, and yeah. You can't put, and you can't put a price on experience on growth, on relationships either, right? Yeah. Like that stuff is worth something, but it's it's not something that you can monetize or like quantify. Yeah. So like you, you just need to understand that your investment that went in dollar-wise is getting paid out in something that you can't quantify. Yeah. And if you can get yourself to remember that, that can help you to avoid that sunken cost impulse. Yeah. But and here, But here we go. We started off talking Jesus stuff or talking about the what is Christianity and moved on to personality types, moved on to to other things. Because the fact of the matter is we don't just want this to be about religion. There's lots of things we want to talk about. Yeah, and I think just talking about religion the whole time would really box us in. I hate being in boxes. Like, you listen to my music. It's, it's all over the place, except for fucking pop. Fucking pop sucks. I just, I love saying that because mm-hmm. I know that some people love it. And I'm like, no, it's garbage. Anyways, uh, where I don't like being boxed in. And if you can be boxed in so easily, it's like, no, this is me. This is what I do. I wear leather. I wear giant belt buckles. I drink whiskey. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm more than just one thing. That being said, whiskey is good. 
<laughs> not not smacking this whiskey. Like for me, like I'm starting to I'm starting to understand my sweet spot. I'm starting to understand that there's some things that like I dabbled in to see if I would like them. Mm-hmm. You know, to to reach out to see like if I would enjoy being part of that or looking a certain way or stuff like that. You know, I'm pretty comfortable at this point in my life to know that like, you know, there's some areas, there's some things that I enjoy that I can just like kind of sit back in and be like, all right, this yeah. is my jam. I'm okay with reaching out on on occasion, but I'm not trying to force it. Like yeah. I'm not trying to be eclectic for eclectic sake. Pardon me. Yeah. So, it, it, and that's the same thing. Like it's, I, I really do feel like it's a generational thing of this entire generation of as t- a, a not a failure to launch, but a failure to uh, find identity. Where I always felt like my father had a very firm idea of who he was as a person, and now I'm coming into it. But I always felt like he had a lot sooner than I did. Like they was like, no, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. And and I never knew that my dad struggles with some scripture or that he struggled to do some things. I never saw it. But now as I've gotten older, my dad's like, yeah, I was having a really hard time with this, that, or the other. It's, and it's he was, neat, I'm like, it's neat where your, was that? Yeah, it's neat seeing your parents start to, I guess not seeing them open up, but being at a point in your life where you can see the nuance that's already in them. Yeah. And be like, oh, okay, that's what makes you you. Yeah. Or, oh, okay, now I see. Like, things that I just was oblivious to. Yeah. Like, I can catch now because I'm at the place where I'm starting to experience nuance in life. Yeah. And do you know what was really funny is I, I do you know what I assumed as a child? Parents know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and as a parent now... With a lot more information out there. There's a lot more books out today than there was 30 years ago. I'm not saying there wasn't books back then. They were just like, oh, here, give some Ritalin to your kids. This this fixes everything. Or uh, cocaine. I mean, coke. <laughs> Whatever. They are there were... are there books that tell you to give your children <laughs> Coca-Cola? <laughs> you obviously Sugar don't. fixes everything. You obviously have never read one of those parenting books. <laughs> no, I've never read a parenting book. The only one I've listened to is Smart Money, Smart Kids. <laughs> And it's like a how to teach your kids to be fiscally responsible. It's actually quite good. So you do like self-help parenting books or book. Book. <laughs> just just one. It has to do with money. Raising greedy bastards, it's called. Uh, anyways, and, and there's this, this idea of what you think it's supposed to be, and it's not. And that's the same thing with this podcast. There's an idea that you came into looking, knowing, knowing you and I. Yeah. Because most of you guys who are listening know us to one degree or another. Yeah, like, if, if you've known me since I was in college, like, you would think that this was going to be a ministry opportunity yeah. or this was going to be something that was, you know, of Christian flavor or a Bible study podcast or something digging into the real meaning of scripture because yeah. that's been a big part of my life and I love it. I love that stuff. Yeah. I love digging into that and there will be a degree of that. Yeah. But that's not... The whole thing, like I'm not, I'm not here to make you into a Bible scholar because I it's, ain't one. It's because that's not the whole thing because that's not all of what you are. And if people, like I said, people put themselves in boxes and say, "This is who I am. Mm-hmm. This is what." And I'm like, man, you, you know, can't I, grow if you won't get out of your box. Yeah, and, and and I'll say it like being part of being part of of the Christian Motorcycle Club was, you know, I enjoyed it. It was a big part of my life, but 
I felt a lot of pressure to be, you know, disciple kickstand. Oh yeah. Like to to always be on as uh as you know, kind of an influencer for for faith yeah. or you know, like an influencer for Jesus. Yeah, and to to be a discipler. And so doing this you know, people are seeing a whole different side of you and I. Yeah. Well, Be- some people are seeing a whole new side. Other, yeah, some, other people are some, like, yeah, yeah, some fuck people, yeah, some people like... know as well enough that they're like, okay, yeah, all this tracks. But I think there's a, a lot of people that could potentially be shocked to hear oh, what yeah. we say or how we say it. Ma- I hope my mother never listens to this. Why are, you ho- why are you hovering over there? Because we're we're at 32 in order to keep oh, it a minute. Just keep going. Just keep going? Let's all keep right. Going. I was ready to wrap her up if we needed to. Yeah, no, and that's a, and that's a big part of it. There's a lot of people who'd be very surprised of what we're doing. Because uh, for me, okay, for me, I came from um, a missionary home. Well, my dad was a pastor. We moved to Quebec as, as missionaries. Yeah. And then when I moved here, I, I couldn't just sit on the sidelines. I joined a church. I uh, My buddy, I was playing hockey. I was in a metal band, Christian metal band. And I don't know what's Christian about us, though. We never actually got off the ground. We never got going. I, you know, I think that was a, f- a, a time in life where everything we did, we were like, you know, like this is this is uh, this is a Christian thing because we're Christians. So yeah, I mean, like even our music and stuff like that, like all came from Christian bookstores, came from Christian like yeah. uh, record labels and stuff like that. So I mean, like hundred percent to us, that just was water. It's like yeah. why is it, you know why why is the fish doesn't think they're wet until no. somebody says like, how's the water today? You're like, wait, what's water? Yeah. I mean, that was us when, when we were, you know, young teens and young adults. Yeah. Like our world was Christian, was youth group, was churchy yeah. stuff. Yeah. So like, why would we do anything other than that? We didn't know anything other than that. Yeah. And well, the thing is our lives was, were, were inundated with that. And for me, it was Christian metal band play in the Christian hockey on the Christian hockey team, and then I got shouldered in the face. I got hit in the face with something, knocked out half a tooth. And then the guy who hit me was like, hey, you can take a hit. You want to come join this wrestling club? And it turned into an MMA club. Like, it went really quick from wrestling to mixed martial arts before there was mixed martial arts in Fort St. John. Like, he was the first. And that was for Jesus. It was Bible study right in the middle. We're going to grapple. We're going to choke each other out. And then we're going to talk about Jesus. And then we're going to get back to choking each other. And um, and it went from that to the Disciple Christian MC. Cause I would, so I went from cage fighting because it became cage fighting for me. And so it was one level of ministry to another all the time every since I was a child. Yeah. And it, I never got to be just like really analyze who I am and what I believe in. And fortunately through disciple, through the, 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 the MC life that we got to live, we got to really tackle into scripture and grow and build brotherhood. And that's why I see so much value in that. But our min- it, as a ministry, it was different because you could be genuine, you could be real, you could be all these things. To a degree. To, in, a, degree, in to a degree. Yeah. In, in spaces. In, in certain spaces. Well, more than in, most in, Christian in, circles. Yeah. That That is true. But in, uh, in other ways, like I, I know I felt a lot of pressure. Oh, yeah. And you did a lot of self-censorship in a lot of that. Like you really, there's some things that if you were struggling with one thing or another, you wouldn't put it 100% public until later. 
And even then you would censor yourself a lot. And uh, no, and I, I got to I got to grow and, and learn from other people and spend time. And yeah, it was phenomenal and I loved it. But at the same time, it, there was a time and a place. And now, like, we're not in that kind of space anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. Cause like, yeah, like there's, it's almost like maybe as like a Freudian thing, but like there's a bunch of like repressed corners of our psyche that are like <laughs> looking at this podcast is like, this is our time to play. This is our time to just let loose. And, but at the same time, I, I, I still can't take myself out of that Christian, uh, not circle, but the, 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 the visual of I'm going to do this. It's not going to be attractive to Christians, which I don't know why it invigorates me. I love that Christians, that there's going to be Christians out there that hate it and call us heathens or whatever. I'll be like, yeah, but you don't know us as per, as people because I, I love making Christians uncomfortable. They're just, they, 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 they're far too comfortable for far too long. And I'm like, no, we, let's talk about things. If you disagree with us, come on the podcast, sit where Vanilla Will sat yesterday and challenge us. And we'll say, hey, man, you, I don't believe that you, you haven't had a negative thought. And all you've done is repressed it and not allowed yourself to work through it or anger or whatever. And, and we're like, no, this is a place where I can, I can just talk things out. And if I'm being a retard, you're going to tell me. And I'm pretty sure I've done it quite yeah. a few times. So let's talk about the F word. We say fuck a lot. <laughs> we <laughs> Yep. Yes. You know, we uh we we definitely have like full on taken off like this self filter. Yep. How can we do that and still consider ourselves Christians or, you know, like you know the Bible says like don't let unclean talk come out of your mouths. Well, what does that mean? What that that's why I always kick back with that is is what is it, what do you mean by yeah, unclean? No, that's that's kind of why I wanted to to dig into this because that's a criticism that we've already got. Oh yeah, probably. Like we we know that there's people out there. It's like, man, if you guys didn't swear, I'd listen a lot better. And yeah, like, I, or I'd well, listen right, at well, all. Fucking a. <laughs> all right, here's 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 what I don't like. Uh, sometimes I use the f word to emphasize. Where I had this analogy where the body of Christ is made of different people, right? All kinds of people. And there's the hands, there's the feet, there's the arms, the legs. They may not be directly impacting the moment, like the very fingertip of something. But the arm is necessary to put forth the hand, to put forth the fingers, to put forth the fingertips, to actually make things happen. And there are parts of the body that you don't understand why they're there. And you're going to be like, that knows. Everyone understands that knows. But that asshole down there, there's an asshole in in the body. And it's very distant. And the asshole and the nose don't get along, but both are necessary. And the reason I use the word asshole, the, the, what I'm getting to with this is the word asshole. I use that. And my father got really frustrated with me is because he's like, why do you say asshole? I'm like, because you're going to fucking remember that. I didn't say fucking with my dad, though. <laughs> you're going to remember this analogy of assholes in the church because they're necessary. You're going to remember that I said this because of the language that I use. And I, I, we are reaching people that we would never reach because if we just held our tongue every single time and said fudge-sicle or, or did these things, I'm like, man, they, I, I do feel like some people listen for the cussing. <laughs> right? You know there's people that stick around because we're not afraid to say fuck. And, 
And yes, it's lazy. Yes, it seems unintelligent and uninspired. But there, there are people out there yeah. who, in in some way, I kind of see what we're doing, like almost Rick and Morty esque. Like it's it's hiding a nugget of of heart and thought within yep. within a really crude exterior. Yep. Like like you know the the front layer is very off putting until you kind of like get past it and see that it is actually like, yeah, you know, uh, it's it's hiding something underneath. It's the bone, man. It's okay. Um, you ever notice that when you cook some 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 types of meat, when you have bone in, it affects the flavor and the taste. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's something, something, it's something my my grandfather that, used to say is the 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 closer to the bone is the sweeter the meat. Yeah, and and when you when you just throw out the bone every single time, you're you're taking away something that adds to the flavor, adds to the. Well, yeah, that's always the spot that's the most rare. It's the most tender. You know, it's the hardest to cook by the bone, but, yep. but like it's there's there's something of of real flavor and value there. It doesn't get dried out to a crisp and just become any other thing that you can get from McDonald's or yep. or a Boston pizza steak. The you know you know because because of that hard thing that you can't digest that is, you know, you want it's to an cut irritation out, sometimes it, because it's, it's irritation, just in the way, but being there affects. Yeah. In a positive way, the the good part around it. Yeah, and I I do I do sometimes feel I don't know where that came from, man. Yeah, I've never heard that analogy before. You, I, you may have just coined something. I may have just coined something. I am a fucking genius. <laughs> if only I could watch my tongue. <laughs> the thing is, I know I can, but uh, it's just something. Uh, there's something about that word that just it's fun to say. It's like the word cunt. It's just. I, I know Louis C.K. I can't do it. I can't do I it. can't do it, man. Like, that's one that I'm like, nope. Nope. So when Will said it yesterday, you just. Hesitation marks so hard from. My wife hates that word. It's really interesting. The thing is, I know my wife's not going to listen to this. This is really funny part. My wife, she says, oh, I'll listen. No, she hasn't. She doesn't. My wife just finished the deconstruction episode. How'd she do? I don't know. She finished it on her road trip, so I'll be talking about her about it with her tomorrow or Sunday. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Your wife's getting back. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. Mostly it's the uh, the I miss you sex. <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, I'm a little corked. Yeah. <laughs> We've I, been doing a lot of podcasting the last two weeks to keep right. my mind off things. Everything. <laughs> with that being said, we we try not. To, I try not to bring up sexuality in a lot of ways. And that's something yeah. you won't hear us talk about a lot is the sexuality oh, yeah. between like, me and my I, wife. It's I like, really... we do have boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like we, we do have 100%. this. I respect my wife very, yeah. very much and her privacy. Yeah. It's one thing to mention her or like innocuous details, like she's getting back from a road trip, but like, heck no, you don't dig into personal no. matters on, on air, like of somebody else. And there's she's some another person, not a belonging. She's she's not part of this. And and your marriage is your marriage. There is this there's this this sacred bond that you have that no, I'm not gonna bet it. Like, yes, if you're an adult and you don't know people have sex and that's too far, I, I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> people do these things. I don't know if you know that. But there's something special about it. It's like, no, this is between me and my wife. We're not going to talk about this on air. We're not going to, like, we're not going to go into, what I mean by talk about it is like, we're not going to go into detail. We're not going to talk about it like, because I love my wife and I respect her too much to give her anyone information about her. 
Like I'm like no, I you won't know anything other than my wife about my wife other than that she's beautiful. I love her and I'm a lucky bastard for <laughs> for having her in my life. Like that's all you need to know, unless you know her and her sense of humor. In which case you, yeah, you can. If if you go back on a couple of our live streams, you'll see you'll see some of Amanda's humor creep out in some of the comments as she interacts with people. Yeah, there, there's a couple of times where she said something that like. Just cuts. Oh no, we deleted that one. Oh, we did too. Yeah, there were there was an episode that we did uh, live that we wound up deleting. It it just got a little out of hand, so we were like, yeah, went a little crazy. It was fun to do, but we know that it didn't properly represent, and we're like, okay, this is not. See, like, we do have boundaries. Oh yeah. Like it's not that it's not that this is like a total free for all anarchy. No, they're just not your boundaries. (laughs) Like. They're not. Well, if you're listening to this and you think we've gone too far, these aren't your boundaries. These are ours, and I feel like they're healthy. I'm living by conviction in all this. If I feel we've gone too far, I trust me, we will edit it out. And so far, we haven't edited much, so you know that it's a pretty far line. Mm. Like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't feel it necessary. But there's some things we're not going to talk about, and. I hope that gives you some kind of solace because <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah. So to answer the question. No. Is this a Christian podcast? Not at all. Maybe sometimes in such a way. I don't know. No. <laughs> it's just. But. It's, it's You can share cake. it with your specific Christian friends that are going to listen. And you could share it with your atheistic friends who were like. Christians are all vanilla. Well, I don't know. If we're vanilla, we're like French vanilla. I'm French vanilla anyways. Yeah. So I'll just, uh, I'll drop a little line here from one of our listeners, Jeremiah. Uh, we will he, have him on the show eventually too. Yeah. So he, he dropped a line here that I think really sums it up better than I could have. Cause he's a bit of a wordsmith. So he said, this podcast allows for the unadulterated expression while still being real to the expression of your worldviews. Being a person of faith should not be limiting, but by so many institutions it has become exactly that, legalistic, restricting, and sterile. I can love Jesus and then still enjoy some whiskey and say the word fuck. In fact, that sounds like a world I would really like to live in. And that's the world that we want to live in. And that's a, it's a slice of the world that we're trying to co-create and order around us so that if you feel that same way, there's a place for you with yeah. blue-collar philosophers. That's right. I don't think there's a better way to uh, close this out. All right. Well, guys, God bless. Don't be a dick. <laughs>